I'm Maz Jobrani, and this is Time and Again, a podcast series for LACMA. This series is inspired by an exhibition at LACMA called In the Fields of Empty Days, the Intersection of Past and Present in Iranian Art. In this episode, we discuss how Iranian artists have used and continue to use the past as a metaphor for the present day. Hi, we are back. This is Maz Jobrani sitting with Linda Kamarov in the studio. This is our final episode where we're going to focus on the artwork from the exhibition. So, Linda, would you tell us a little bit about uh, this current exhibition going on at LACMA? Well, initially when people first asked me what it was going to be about, I would say it's about time travel. I'm a big fan of time travel, as anyone can see from the exhibition catalog, but it's about the idea how artists manipulate time and sometimes space to create something entirely different. So the exhibition focuses on historical and contemporary Iranian art. And one of the things it will show to those who who look closely is that artists in the past used to update the past into their own present day. Mm -hmm. And that artists, contemporary artists, want to talk about the present day but not be overt about it. What the exhibition shows that even 400 years ago, artists were manipulating time, and they would take stories of the past and update them to their own present day as a means of flattering the king or the shah. When we get to the modern day, artists are no longer working for the king. They're working for themselves, and they have political or social opinions, but they're they're not even today entirely free to, to, to say what they mean, so they use visually as a voice the past, and they hide their what they're saying in the past. So someone looking at it might initially think this is about, say, the 19th century, when in fact the artist means it to be about the present day. One of the artists in the exhibition is Shireen Nashat, and we have three works from her much larger series called The Book of Kings, or in Persian, The Shahnameh, and this is what Shireen had to say about this series. It's really uh, capturing a moment of Iranian history in 2009, which is the Green Movement. Yet the illustrations from Shahnameh are, you know, back in 10th century. So it it was my intention of uh, sort of narrating history in some ways, the ancient history and the current history, and and seeing how, in fact, not much has changed. Uh, We still have great heroes, people who are you know, brave and et cetera, but we still are under the shadow of tyranny and and dictatorship. These pictures, what I see is these men with tattoos on them. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? They're bare-chested men. In her larger series, she calls these figures villains, and there are three of them. They're not actually tattoos. What they are are... um, imagery taken from a copy of the Shahnameh that Shireen owns. It was a, a lithograph version, probably from 1905. And she scanned them, and then they're photoshopped in to look like tattoos. And the reason she chose to put them on the chests of the villains is because they're battle scenes, and she wants to use these characters to show that they're the ones who constantly instigate war. That's interesting. So the villains are the ones who always... So the villains are the military-industrial complex. That's what I'm going to take from it. You can. Although it's interesting, <laughs> one of the scenes she uses, it shows Rustam. Ah. 
uh, but he's a good guy, perhaps, or, or not. Remember, our, he's ambiguous. Like, I, like you said, our heroes can also be villains at times, though nobody is perfect in any way. Here's Shireen Nishat talking about the larger body of work from which these photographs come. Those images you're speaking of come from a large, a kind of 55 photographs that together made one body of work under the name of Shahnameh or the Book of Kings. Um, and, and it really was, again, a sort of capturing the spirit of activism and this whole euphoria of the Arab Spring, the 2009 Green Movement. And so I had a series of portraits of more or less the activists with their hands over their heart with only writings on them. Then there was like, I think, 30 or 40 images of just portraits of kind of people who witness the the movements. And then lastly was these three uh, kind of uh, villains that I called the villains that sort of were naked on their chest. And in my mind, they represented the tyranny or the people of power. These villains, um, they were images, illustrations that came directly from the Book of Kings of Ferdowsi. Uh, illustrations of wars and and people being beheaded and the violence, as I was telling you, uh, what defined them was the illustration of war. You know, like the way I, I write on the body, this was like painting on the body, you know. Siamak Felizade is another contemporary Iranian artist who also incorporates imagery from the Shahnameh. In fact, one of the works in the exhibition comes from a larger body of of imagery, all devoted to Rustam. The artist, however, is careful not to say this is the Rustam of the Shahnameh. He calls his Rustam Rustam II, and he makes clear that this Rustam is born with the Iranian Revolution in 1979. I became familiar with the Shahnameh in my early childhood. Even at the age of six, this book held no other significance for me besides just a simple storybook. I mean, I've learned more from the real world compared to the teachings of the Shahnama. I have never wanted to sanctify the Shahnama the way society does these days, as they do for so many other things. For me, the Shahnama is just a story written by a literary figure with great talent. When I want to illustrate a story, I usually look for something to use as a vehicle to carry my own story. Rostam has done this for me. My Rostam is not a Rostam from the Shahnama. I took him out of the book and I gave him the experiences from my own life. I just utilized the characters as a brand so that the people would pay attention to what I have to say. You never find a Rostam doll or toy in the stores in Tehran. Instead, all you see is this Western hero characters. Therefore, society cannot recall an image of Rostam from their memory. So I'm looking at this artwork, and he looks like a bodybuilder with a Dolce & Gabbana belt and a Rolex watch? Yes, and he's wearing the trousers of uh, someone who is associated with the Zorkhane, the traditional Iranian house of strength. He's got a mask over his face, which is a 19th century kind of a style. And he's set within a very um, traditional arch-like setting that we think of when we look at, say, 17th century illustrated manuscripts. And then you see a landscape with these rocky outcroppings that are very typical of Persian manuscript illustrations. So it's real mixing 
of time and place. And he's carrying a bazooka. He's carrying a bazooka. And just so you know that there's a relationship with Rambo, that he's become a Rambo-like character, there's a decal of Sylvester Stallone as Rambo holding the same bazooka that's on the bazooka. That's great. I love it. Nikki Najumi is another artist who uses the past in his work and focuses on the great Iranian hero, Rustam. But in terms of work, I, I used uh, some of the 19th century's uh, little Iranian lithograph to use it as a, not contradictory with the subject of today. Sometimes contradictory, sometimes goes together. If, for example, it's violence today, I have a scene that shows the violence of today's. Then I have a violence from the past, which I use uh, this uh, scene from Shahnameh, which full of violence. Uh, so I kind of work together that this is not only problem today. It's been every time that we have a history. And the heroes is part of it. Can you just tie some of this up for us? How does this poetry matter and how you selected the works uh, for the exhibition? Well, first of all, just to demonstrate how much the poetry matters is why I selected for the title of the exhibition In the Fields of Empty Days, because this comes from a poem, not an example of classical Persian poetry, but modern Persian poetry written in 1959 by the poet Mehdi Akhavana Salas, and it's from a, a poem which is called the end or the ending of the Shahnameh to bring us back to to that. And the fields of empty days is the past. And he's lamenting, this is 1959, probably still disappointed that Mossadegh was deposed by the CIA. And this idea that of kingship, of ancient Iran, of great warriors and heroes is still so important in the Iranian psyche and is, in his mind at least, perhaps preventing Iran from not just escaping from the past, but moving into a present that will have a future. And so he's lamenting this. So the fields of empty days, it's uh, the, the full line is, our hearts bound by the memory of the lambs of splendor in the fields of empty days. It just had this kind of, I don't know, created, a, it evoked something about the past that I wanted to capture in the exhibition without judging whether the past is good or bad, but just the notion of what the past might be. And so that's how that came about. Well, yeah, that's that's an interesting thing as well. It feels like the history of Iran and um, the search for heroes and the search for some stability as well. You know, you look at Iran and you look at, you just mentioned the, the coup d'etat in 53 of Mossadegh, and a lot of Iranians will point to different times in Iranian history and say, if only that would have happened differently, we'd be in a much better place right now. And I think that a lot of the art that you have um, captures many different angles of what Iranians imagine could have been a glorious thing and also what a lot of Iranians feel was the cause of some tragic results or where we are now.
Well, listen, it has been great talking to you. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Um, once again, uh, I've got Linda Kamaroff sitting next to me explaining the exhibit that's on display at uh, LACMA. Well, the exhibition will be on view uh, until September 9th, and all you have to do is uh, buy an admission ticket, and you're, you're in. This has been the podcast Time and Again with Maz Jobrani. We hope you enjoyed it, and have a wonderful day. Thank you to everyone who contributed their insights today. My partner in this journey, LACMA curator Linda Kamaroff. Artist Shirin Nishot. Artist Niki Najumi. As well as artist Siamak Filizadeh. To hear more from this series, please visit lacma.org slash podcasts. To listen to more episodes of Time and Again, go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. This series was produced for LACMA by Sound Made Public.